More dramatic irony. In the opening to Act 3, Ibsen again makes brilliant use of dramatic irony. Time and time again, we gasp or cringe or sigh over an understanding that we possess that the characters on the stage do not. For example, when Torvald drags Nora back from the dance while she pleads with him to let her stay, he believes she is only asking for another hour of frivolity, while we know she is begging for one more hour to live. When she says, quote, Torvald, you will repent not having let me stay, even if it were only for half an hour, unquote, he can dismiss the remark as inconsequential, while we feel the heavy weight of her words. When he's describing the evening's festivities to Christine, Torvald says of Nora, quote, She had danced her tarantella, and it had been a tremendous success, as it deserved, although possibly the performance was a trifle too realistic, a little more so, I mean, than was strictly compatible with the limitations of art, unquote. As we discussed before, there was more realism to her performance than even Torvald could ever know. If the Tarantella was movement to forestall death, then that, in reality, is precisely what Nora was trying to do. I like to imagine that there's another layer to this line. I think my interpretation is a stretch, and I might be reading into it, but I'll mention it nonetheless, because I don't think it's out of the question. There's a line with similarly subtle double meaning that I'll discuss when we reach the end. Remember in my early post about Ibsen as the father of modern drama, how it said that in Ibsen's time, quote, there was no such thing as what we would call a straight play. The idea that a tragedy could be written in prose or about people of humble birth and of ordinary human dimensions would have struck both actor and public as absurd, unquote. Well, I like to imagine that Ibsen is being cheekily self-referential here, that he is saying of the play itself that it is more realistic than is compatible with the limitations of art. My favorite example of Ibsen's masterful use of dramatic irony in this section is the following exchange between Nora and Dr. Rank. Nora, sleep well, Dr. Rank. Rank, thank you for that wish. Nora, wish me the same. Rank, you? Well, if you want me to sleep well. When she says sleep well, we know, but Torvald doesn't, that she is telling him to rest in peace, because she knows, but Torvald doesn't, that Rank's death is nigh. But when she says, wish me the same, not only Torvald, but Rank too is ignorant of her meaning. The first was an intimate secret shared only with Rank. The second is an intimate secret shared only with us. And finally, there was that scene which found Nora, and therefore us along with her, hanging on Torvald's every word. He was speaking of rank, but she was hearing his words as if they were addressed to her. Quote, He had grown so into our lives, I can't think of him as having gone out of them. He, with his sufferings and his loneliness, was like a cloudy background to our sunlit happiness. Unquote. And that makes it all the more painful when we hear him unwittingly tell Nora of her own death. Well, perhaps it is best so. I usually don't like to be conscious of the craftsmanship of a play. I just like to be swept away with the story. But here, I take great pleasure in both. <laughs> 